0: what's up guys welcome to the show i see things a little differently welcome to uh your review it's uh, just essentially your review month <laughs> and last week we talked about the men my top 10 men of 2023 and let's talk about the top 10 women of 2023 i am this little chemical welcome to the show and let's get right to method let's hit our honorable mentions first because i did that last week i did it at the very end but let's do it this week i have willow getting some love here she won the Owen. Uh, she made an event to the pay-per-view, which was a classic match with her and Athena. And I, I think there could be more done with her, obviously. She's such a great talent. Um, but those were her highlights. And I feel like... And she was obviously the first ever uh, New Japan Women's Championship holder, uh, which was supposed to be mercedes I, I, That didn't deduct points from her, but I definitely felt like the other women... So it was between her and my, top t- my, my number 10 lady. And I was like... Ugh. But I feel like the number ten just she does so much, and she is. I feel like she, I feel like she's the heart and soul of that particular brand or company she's in, and so that's why I, I had to put her there. But this one was tough. Willow was tough because so she had some highlights this year, but she, I, I believe her year twenty twenty four should be even better than this. And I put Monet, Mercedes Monet, on here only because, uh, as Amber mentioned, I couldn't put her in the top ten because she spent half the year injured. You know, and that's unfortunate because she was, she was going to have a great year. She won champion, a, a championship. She was going to win another one. She was clearly going to be at Forbidden Door. I th- I do think we're going to see her in AEW this year, next year. I do. I don't think she's going to WWE yet. Um, I think her world tour is not over because she didn't do anything on her world tour, unfortunately. She like she wasn't able to go and do everything she wanted to do because it got stopped due to injury. So those are my two honorable mentions. Let's start off with number 10. This is the one person I was talking about. Jordan Grace. Grace changed her look. She looks fantastic. she she looked good before. She looked fantastic now. Amazing. I feel like she's the heart of TNA's the women division, man. I really do. I feel like I feel like she had options. She had options. She could have chosen to go to a, another company, and I, and I just feel like that 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 women's division TNA is such a strong division. It just is. You have Mickie James still going freaking strong. You, you you got Trinity, who's the current champion. You know, I just I, I feel like there's still much more for her to do, and yeah, she could have gone to WWE and she could have gone to AEW. I, I just I don't think I think especially with AEW, I think she would have got lost in the, in the mix. She's t- way too good for that. That's why she's my number ten. Number nine, after her historic run with the women's championship in NWA, let's show Camille some love. Camille revealed that she had, she had wanted to drop the championship in... February of this year. And Billy Corgan uh, vetoed it. So she kept it until, I believe, September. And then finally put somebody over. But she's been the heart and soul of that NWA women's division. I don't know what's next for her. I think she can fit in WWE. Just Imagine Camille versus Jay Cargill. Holy crap. Holy holy crap. That would be a fun match. Imagine Camille versus Mickey James and TNA. You know, that would be a fun match to watch. Like, I just think, I think the world of Camille, I think she's great. I know she's not necessarily fan-friendly, but we're not talking about who's friendly with the fans. <laughs> we're talking about who who puts in this work. And Camille puts in a lot of work, so. She's my number nine. Number eight, the first ever three-time AEW Women's World Champion. We're talking about Sheeta here. Sheeta, after getting her first World Championship run in front of nobody. The surprise victory. This was this was obviously we can go back and forth on why she got the title the second time because the booking of the woman and Tony Khan was being criticized and yada yada yada. We can go back and forth with all that, but the win was a pleasant surprise. She pinned Tony Storm. She ended up losing it. Essentially, she was a transitional champion to get the token moment on uh, Saraya. but it was good to see her win it. And she won it twice this year, you know and um, look, she's one of the best female wrestlers in the world. And to see her highlighted on... And I get it. She was on... A, she had like an air quotes, you no know, air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes. She had like a mini win streak on uh, Rampage or whatever. I don't watch Rampage. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Like, I watch the highlights, but I don't actually watch. I don't actually go, hey, Rampage. Gotta watch that. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, nah, it's not going to be a thing. Um, but to see her on Dynamite proper is it, awesome. You know, and to see her, she's just... There's something about her that just, she's, she has a presence and she's so damn likable. I do wonder if they could turn her heel. I don't think you can. It had to be the right storyline, but it would be very awkward to see her heel. But either way, she had two world championship wins. She was at Wembley. Like she's had uh, some great moments this year. Number seven, timeless Tony Storm. She came in this year. With that weird freaking storyline with the Outcast, that storyline is that is one of the worst of the year. If I if I actually did worst list, that would be that I would definitely rank those and I'll put them in order. That's number three on my fucking list. And the only reason it's the only reason it's not one is because you have Vince McMahon still kicking around here. But I still to this day don't understand what the purpose was of the Outcast. I don't get it. But out of the ashes of that rose this Phoenix. Rose Tony Storm, after losing her women's championship, she went to this crazy mental state. Her losing her championship to Sheeta, she just lost it, literally. And she began to do these vignettes, and she started just becoming timeless Tony Storm. And we see her getting her close-ups, getting her flowers, her looking at the camera, kicking to commercial break, you know she she won the title two more times and I, I, I thought she was gonna win it at Winter's Com uh, at uh Winter's Coming but she didn't want to get at full gear doesn't matter that it was it was inevitable her she was gonna get the title this is some of the best character work of her career she was never gonna get this opportunity in WWE so to see her getting this in AEW is freaking awesome she can do a lot with this and. Someone's got to eventually knock some sense back into this woman, but as of right now, I'm enjoying the ride because this was just fun. This is just fun, and I'm a huge fan of Tony Storm, so to see her getting her her flowers, it's pretty awesome. Number six, Rhea Ripley. Coming into this year, one of the first things everyone was saying was, Rhea Ripley needs to have a breakout year. She was with the Judgment Day, but she was just there, you know, and obviously she's a big part of Judgment Day, but, like, she was just kind of there. So then she wins the Royal Rumble. Okay, now she has to beat Charlotte. These things have to happen because Charlotte has been the thorn in her her side. She goes to WrestleMania Night One, does not main event, which I know Ric Flair is pretty pissed about, and has a classic match with Charlotte Flair. They they and they beat the hell out of each other. It was fantastic to watch. I was actually on like pins and needles watching. I was like, oh what's going happening right? I, I I enjoyed every bit. of it. These women have great chemistry, but she's held that women's championship ever since. Uh, I think the I think that the I don't think it's going to be the main event of next year's WrestleMania night 1, but I think where they're going is her versus Becky Lynch at next year's WrestleMania, and I think she should win. But I don't know if they're going to put her over Becky right now. But <laughs> Number 5, Io Sky. Sky being in Damage Control. Say what you want to about Damage Control. Yeah, it's been quite annoying, but her getting money in the bank, her winning her first World's Women's Championship on the main roster, and now we have Kairi Sane in Damage Control. We have uh, Asuka in Damage Control. At the time of this recording, they have not turned on Bailey. I'm fully expecting Bailey to be kicked out of that fucking group so fast so so fast and cuz it's time for Bailey to become a face again it's time for her redemption her redemption arc you know so uh Especially with her doing hugs again. I remember when uh, they first were hugging and she was like, I don't do that anymore. And they convinced her to give him a hug and now she's hugging again. So it's time. But Io Sky had herself a hell of a year. And this is to and her and Bianca Bell had two fantastic matches. The first in Puerto Rico was a master class in wrestling. You now, Awesome for them. Number four, a woman who we don't get to see much because she's behind an unnecessary paywall. But she's been fantastic putting in work. She is the longest reigning Ring of Honor World's Women's Champion. That is Athena. This storyline she has, I will say this, I don't watch much Ring of Honor, but I do I, I definitely keep up with what Athena's got going on. I can't wait till 2024 to get her back on the main AEW proper. I think that's deserved. I think it's what needs to happen. But she is the longest reigning World's women's champion. And the matches she's had, the main event with Willow, as I brought up before, that was just great. And she's just doing some great work. And her having minions, I'm doing air quotes again. Billy Starks is you got to take that title from her, but I, I love the story they're telling with her, and I love the work that she puts, in. she's just great. The thing is, just doesn't get the love she deserves, but she deserves so much love. Number three, the man, Becky Lynch. Coming into this year, Becky won the Women's Ta- the Team Championships with Lita. Then to, ha- to have those taken away and Trish Turnhill, she had a very lukewarm feud with, with Trish. Much like Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes, that feud was lukewarm, and it made no sense, Trish was able to knock out some buckets, some bucket list stuff. And one of the things she had never done was a steel cage match. And when I mean these two put in work in that steel cage match, they put in work in that steel cage match. And it was fantastic. And after that steel cage match, now Becky Lynch then goes to NXT and wins the NXT Championship, something she had never done. And she had a fantastic match, which match with Tiffany Stratton. Matter of fact, let me give love to Tiffany Stratton. This woman dresses up, I told this to Jonathan Esther. I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. I don't care. When I saw what she wore for the street fight, I said, "What is this woman not wearing?" She's like looked like she's about to be on the runway. She is that's that, that, let, that let me know one thing. This this is a bad bitch. She looks like she's about to go on the runway, have have a hell of a fucking uh, uh, fire uh, death match, and still defend her championship. That is a bad bitch. So shout out to Trish Stratus and uh, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, but then she wins the NXT women's championship defends it every week up until she loses it to liar Ly- Valkyria and just having a good year and I think her I think going into next year she's gonna be in war games obviously but I think going into next year uh, is, is gonna be her back in the main event woman scene but this was still not a bad year but it really even though it, it, even though a lot of her year was uh, constructed around the trish feud the way it ended man I, I keep saying this on this podcast. As long as you stick the landing, everything else sometimes just doesn't matter. And she went on a hell of a run and had some great matches, right? As soon as she had the steel cage match with Trish Stratus, so Becky Lynch. Number two, Julia. Julia, who WWE is eyeing, is from Stardom. She's the one that took the Women's Championship from uh, Willow. Uh, She's been on a world tour. She's been all around doing everything she wants to. This, this, To me, this screams of someone who's going to be in WWE very soon. The only, I, I say this only because she's doing the opposite of what uh, Mercedes Monet and Ronda Rousey are currently doing. They're currently on a world tour to check out these things and have these matches with people that they've never had matches with before, right? Julia is probably just looking prior to dominate the division. That would be a hell of a pickup. They already got Jay Cargill. That would be a hell of a pickup they got Julia. Julia is a hell of a worker. Um, and so her doing this world tour now has me thinking that when her contract is up in, I think, March of next year, she's going to be WWE bound. I think that's inevitable. So, And number one, the woman who was the longest reigning women's champion in modern day history in WWE, Bianca Belair. This woman went from WrestleMania to WrestleMania as a world champion. She ended up recapturing the world title all for 30 seconds before Io ends up cashing in money in the bank on her. Um, she took a well-deserved few, I think like a month break, two maybe a month or two break. Now she's back on the road, but this woman, she's she's had great matches. Uh, I think her next feuds, I think where they're going with her is with Charlotte, her and Charlotte Flair, at WrestleMania next year. I think that's where they're going with her, but um, that's TBD. But this woman has been a very uh, a a a, uh, a banner of not just of consistency for this women's division. I will say this. They need to turn her heel eventually. They can't do it against Charlotte. No one's going to like Charlotte. Let's just let's just say that and get that out of the way. No one's going to want to cheer for Charlotte. But I think she has a good heel. I don't think I know. We saw what she did in NXT. Well, I saw what she did in NXT. She can be a heel. She can be a fantastic heel. I think they need to give her that opportunity to be that heel, though. That's just me personally. But, yeah, she had a hell of a year. And so I just know I to keep her out of my top ten. No way. Anyways, that is your top ten women's list. Next week... We're going to talk about the top 10 stories of the year, followed by the top 10 matches of the year. But as of right now, that is it for this Monday. Hope you guys enjoyed. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. We're out.